podcast important. Very, very important. Let's go. You're never going to believe this. The science is there. Bugs are real. Yeah, I could probably fight my mom. I'll fight your mom. God damn, this is important. Hello, you beauties, and welcome to Podcast Very Important, the only podcast you should be listening to. My name is Connor Doyle. Every week we count down the top 10 number one most important things that you gotta know. I am joined, as always, with my wonderful co-hosts, Shane Cooley and Jack Piss. How are we doing, gentlemen? Uh, I'm good. I do have to warn you, I just got an alert on my phone here that I can maybe buy a PS5. So I've got I've got eyes on both. He's so looking pretty well. Maybe... You can maybe buy a PS5 if they let me. Yeah, so I'm I'm going I'm going wall-eyed right now on my two monitors, but I'm I'm here. Why do you want I'm, a PS5, Shane? Uh, why not? I did say that accusingly. I didn't mean yeah. it that way. That what are you going to use it for? For Bitcoin. What are you going to use it for? Yeah, you got nothing to hide, Shane. Look, what I a lot of it. I want I want a. Uh, I want a UHD Blu-ray player, okay? I watch movies and I want them to look cool. Is that enough? Okay. Is that enough for you? I'll buy it. Jack Piss, hey how there. we doing? Uh, when you when you ask that question, you want me to just sort of say what's up. You don't actually want me to tell you how I'm doing, right? This is sort of like the North American connotation because, like, no, if you I, asked I a Belgian, they'd be like, "Hear what you're doing? What I'm doing? I'm having a foot bath." Uh, one of those fish ones where the fish eat the dead fish, the the dead uh, the dead fish, yeah, because they've been in there for a while. But also the dead skin on your feet. Um, so that's pretty cool. I'm so also going. I wouldn't be able to tell that. So you're a Belgian. I come up to you. You've got your feet in a pool of dead fish uh, that I probably can smell, and I'm going to come up to you and ask you, how are you? And you're going to say, I've got my feet in dead fish? No, so only some of them are f- dead, first of all. Most of them are alive, and they're doing their work, which is to eat the dead skin off of my feet. And what I was saying about the Belgians is, like, if you if, if you went up to a Belgian, you were like, how are you? They'd be like, first of all, who are you to ask this? Like, it's too personal. So, how am I? Bad. I'm bad. There's too much dead skin on my feet. It's probably a real medical emergency, but I have to do this grassroots shit because my insurance got canceled. I take it that you've got your uh, feet in dead fish, Jack? That's what you've been doing? I mean, most of them were alive to begin with, but yes, I've been sitting here with my holistic foot bath that I've made myself from buying fish from the pet store. Putting them in this tub. And things are bad. Yeah, because like, why would a fish eat something that's alive, right? So, or like an alive fish would eat an alive thing. So a dead fish is going to eat the dead skin. Right? Am I following? I feel like you guys are gaslighting me. This is a good idea. This, This happens. People go to pay to get this done, to have fish eat their feet. I am joking around a little bit. I've had that done, and it was a miserable, hellish nightmare experience. Imagine Some of the, the fish, fish were feels. too big, and I they scared me. Like a foot-long fish trying to eat a little bit of my foot, I do not trust it. This was in Thailand. I need bigger fish. There's some, there's some kind of like necrosis happening here. I, I lost a full toe this morning. Uh, Jack, I... 
I changed my mind. Next time, I just want you to say good. Okay, take two. Uh, try one more time. It's all right. Uh, podcast, very important. Hi, how are you, sweeties? It's great to be in your ears again. Uh, we have one of my favorite people in the world as a guest here. Um, it's kind of a big deal. Why don't you introduce yourself? Uh, once again, here I am with these beautiful, beautiful voices, these handsome voices that never have bodies attached to them and, uh, happy to join them. My name is Avery. Yeah. Yeah. Avery. Is it Coolridge? Is that what no, I've been doing? Yeah, it's Avery Coolridge. Uh, <laughs> longtime fans of our uh, our other show, Power Hour Bonus Hour, will know uh, Avery Coolridge, I think, what, invented Doritos or something? I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> it's nice to right. have you back. That's right, the Doritos. It's something like that. Coolridge, they didn't take it. It was Cool Ranch. The table voted for Cool Ranch, and I maintained Coolridge, and that's the day I stopped working for Frito-Lay Company, I'll tell you that much. Yeah, for free. Wow, we well have. Do you have any top ten number one most important things that we got to know this week? Did you know that Celine Dion's seminal classic "All by Myself" is written, co-written by Sergei Rachmaninoff? Because it's written by Rachmaninoff. Yeah, because listen to this. Like the Russian royal family. Because the guy who wrote the song totally lifted the melody of of his piano concerto number two, movement two. It's like exactly the same. Like if you go and listen to it, you know that part of the song where the where she's like she's done singing and then the uh, and the song goes like bum 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 blah 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 blah. That's yeah. a direct lift from from anyway. Rachmaninoff's estate was like flagged it. And gets like 14% of all revenue from All By Myself by Celine Dion. Uh, good. I'm glad yeah. the little guy won. That's a huge... <laughs> little guy? I heard Rachmaninoff was a freak. He had huge hands. He was huge. And he was belligerent, I heard. Is is that the royal family? No. no. Free Bolsheviks? I don't think the, so. Who were they? The I think it's Bolsheviks, actually. The <laughs> Wow. Yeah, yeah. Avery coming out hard, swinging at the tankies. This is Fuck a leftist yeah. podcast, okay? And we support anyone who's ever said no. that they're leftist. Shane, you, you just them. said last week, you just said last week that this that the, the charts are going right. All right? We can't afford mm-hmm. to have scruples in a time like this, so we're going right. I yeah, felt you're weird. Right. Stage right or right, right? I don't, I don't know. I don't care. Just get me the freaking views. So the Russian royal okay. family were the the Romanovs. That's right. And then yes. this is the rock and roll version of it. The rock and Maninovs. Yeah. Okay. I don't know if there's any piece of music by Rachmaninoff I could say to you, and you'd be like, "Oh yeah, that one." Wow, well, Prelude, like- Prelude in B minor, Opus number thirty-five, baby. Who doesn't love it? Classic. Uh, I also really like uh, My Heart Will Go On. It was really good. (laughs) That one really stood out to me. It slapped. It slapped. I believe that's what the the papers, the broadsheets had said. 
back in 1910, you know, when it came out. It was like, because it came out with the Titanic, by the way. Well, Everyone <laughs> thinks it's Celine Dion that did that song, but actually Titanic was in the 1900s, actually. Actually, I believe, it, I believe it's the year you're looking for is 1917 to 18. It's the year Titanic sank. It was April 8, 1918. Oh. Oh, wait. So, wow. it was, so it was on the Titanic. You know how the band kept playing as the ship was going down? They were like, all by myself. Yeah, that was there. That was it. It was a bop. I heard Rachmaninoff actually stopped touring because uh, people were, he just couldn't hear himself playing over people screaming. They just, mm. He was so popular. Uh, like the Beatles, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like the Beatles. Yeah, like the Beatles. Uh, I was looking at some Pink Floyd stuff recently. And like a cool t-shirt or poster you could get. Well, there was this poster and I don't, I, I seriously don't know how to describe this thing. It was insane. So like all black, except in the center of pyramid, a triangle light hits it, spreads a rainbow out. Holy shit. And I listened to the music and it sucks. And I said, who made this? So I went and I, I found out it's Roger Waters. So he thinks that uh, that famous line in Phantom of the Opera, the like, is stolen from one of his songs. It's just three chromatic notes, it's, though. It's a chromatic yeah, scale. Exactly. And he says, invented he, by he, Rodgers, he goes, bloody Andrew Lloyd Webber stole it from me, didn't he? <laughs> he says, it's in 12.8. Ours is in 12.8. First of all, neither of them are, actually. <laughs> I don't know what he's going at, but he's like, what am I going to do? I'm not going to, I don't care. I'll let him have it. Oh, that, well, that's big of him. That might be what I'm going to do from now on. I'm going to graciously give away things that were never mine. Well, we away. invented podcasting. And I'm like, oh, we'll let other people do it. Yeah. <laughs> Same with the iPhone. But that was actually, us. did you know that there's this sort of conspiracy or this, uh, maybe it's true. I don't know. I have no checked sources, but dark side of the moon, apparently if you sync it up with the wizard of Oz, it synchronizes with the movie, the wizard of Oz. And it's called like the dark side of the rainbow or something. I heard that it makes both experiences worse. Yeah. <laughs> it makes the movie I, and the album worse. But you can you can also do that with anything. Like I watched The Wizard of Oz with the Smash Mouth album on repeat twice and it fucking ruled. It seemed to make sense to me. My favorite one to do and it like normally we're making a lot of jokes around here. But uh what do you mean? I I used to I love to replace theme songs to shows with other songs that I think are better. And the Prisoner, the show from the 60s, if you play Swans over top of the, the main theme opening, it's way better. And <laughs> I think it's on purpose. So this album from like 2016, this spooky experimental album on the 60s uh, theme song thing, way better. So just that's hmm. a little homework for you guys. Try out. That's interesting because I've been going the other route. You know, like I've been putting Pink Floyd. I just have that on while I'm watching anything to see what it syncs up with. I was watching the news, it sunk up, and that was really <laughs> fucked. No, like, there's this part where 
they were, uh, this reporter was there talking, right? It was getting to the part in Great Gig in the Sky where the, it's like, where she starts screaming nice, like a like, maniac. Chords, and he's like, I'm having a, he's like, and you can see it's quite a nice day out in the field. And then bam, he gets shot. <laughs> and this is the craziest part. That's when the singer starts wailing. It was as on soon beef. as he gets shot, it goes, oh, oh, ow, ow, ow. <laughs> and he's like, really hurting and it harmonizes with it so now see when you said that you do you the opposite me. i thought that you meant you would play the audio from the wizard of oz and look at the cover the dark side of the moon and look at this poster you got and you're like they sync up and things and that make you say huh coral coral young would call that a synchronicity which is also a good album by the police now, Jack, you've been reading a lot of Coral Young, haven't you? Yep. I've been trying to deal with my shadow self. So Coral Young, uh, for people who don't know, uh, is not Coral Young. Coral Young is a picture book that uh, that the doctors have tried to give Jack to jumpstart his brain after the accident. Mm-hmm. Coral Young and his shadow. I love it. I'm halfway through. I've had it for months. 12 pages. Yeah. It's a great pamphlet. It's so scary, though. Yeah, so you've always been upset about your shadow. It, every time you're like, who invited this guy in? And you're pointing at your shadow, and you're like, oh, and now he's got friends. You're pointing at our shadows, and we tried to like explain that. Is this helping with that? I honestly don't, I don't think we should talk about it, because if we do, maybe it'll show up. But all I know is those motherfuckers show up around sundown every day. Just get bigger and bigger till I go to bed. Scares the hell out of me. Um, We've had to leave Jack outside. We've had to stand him out in the sun because if there's any anything in front of him that could cast a shadow onto him, he will freak out and try to swat. Forget about it. I figured out a life hack the other day, which is if you're looking at something and it's scaring you, you can close your eyes. And then it's like it's not even there anymore. Mm. I'm doing it right now. It didn't work for your accident because the car still got you. Yeah, it didn't help at African Lion Safari when you went off the trail. It didn't help there either. As far as I can tell, cars and lions are the exception to the rule so far. I have yet to try bullets, which I find terrifying. So the exception to the rule, you know that phrase... It's the exception that proves the rule. I don't understand that at all. Wouldn't it be the exception that proves the rule wrong? No, because it's an exception. Okay. Oh, my whole life I thought I was the exception, but boys, I'm the rule. I'll tell you that much for free. <laughs> oh, yeah. Avery comes in and she's saying, this is how it's got to be. Here comes the rule. Hey, Queen Avery got the scepter. Bonk, oh, that bonk. scepter. You know, they told me it was edible when I ordered it, but I put that sucker in my mouth and it still hasn't dissolved. <laughs> You've got an oral fixation, the scepter being uh, this bronze, pretty large piece of metal. You would have it's, had to. You know, it's actually refurbished from a piano leg, I'm told. 
So it's quite a bit lower than my full height. So I, I am bent over quite crooked. And they, you know, you know, when your mom says, if you hold your face like that, it'll stay like that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Especially when I'm sucking sept. Uh, so you haven't tried lifting next- it up. You're trying to meet it well, on its I- level. I'm trying to meet it on a level because I was told if I lifted it up and it fell on my foot, I would get sepsis. And that is the etymology of the word scepter, actually. I thought sepsis was like that that girl that like you awkwardly have a crush on and you're like, this is bad. We shouldn't do this. Our parents are dating. The one who's, oh. always, the one who's always getting stuck. Yeah. Yeah. But I, couldn't have, I might have meant sphincter. It's tough to say. Uh, you know, you get the packaging of these things finally. and you oh. rip it off. And you never yeah. look at it again. Familiar territory. Sphincter. Yeah, <laughs> now we're back. Good. Yes. This is good. You see, Avery, uh, I don't think you've heard this show. You've nailed it perfectly. We are not even at the first break. We've already talked about dicks and assholes uh. at least once. So this is good. And did I understand that you good. were kind I- of talking about using a scepter as a peg leg? Did I misunderstand well, yeah, that? Yeah, I mean, that actually would make more sense than what I've been doing. I think you've revolutionized this uh, program that I've been on. My back is killing me. It might be just, do they do amputations for free? Or what does the Canadian healthcare cover? Yeah, this, now we've checked pretty much all the boxes. All right. Agree, would they cover Egregious it? lower body wound. Here we go. They cover everything that's not related to your head. So like no therapy, no tooth stuff, no eye stuff. Oh, yeah. God, I got a lucky tooth. I've got a guy if you need hair, though. I, I I found my tooth. Oh, you got it back? Well, I was rooting through my bag of stuff, and I came across this like little box, and it was rattling, and I was like, what is that? I opened it up. It was my lucky fucking tooth. Oh, where? Do you remember where? last time? Last time I was with you guys, I had just had this tooth removed. I don't know if you remember. It's right here. It's this one back here. Huge. It's still around. It's That's in a nuts. little box. Yeah, because I've always known you as having no teeth. You're always talking about, you're yeah. like, there's one and it's out there. It's my lucky one. Well, <laughs> I got these peg teeth put in. So, yeah, they look like chiclets. They're cool, though. Oh, yeah, they're cool. Remember- they're really cool. Thank you. They're, weirdly, they're like different colored braces. They're weirdly thin, though. They sort of flap in and out when you breathe. <laughs> yeah, well, I said I got a piano leg. I might as well have piano keys in my mouth. And they just shaved the top off because they didn't want to wreck the piano. So I got like one-tenth of an inch of a piano key for chiclet. Yes. Wow. I mean, it looks good. You look good. Incredible. Blessings on your house. Blessings. Blessings. Uh, We're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back with more podcasts. Very important. It's a season of giving back. That's why Kia is expanding our partnership with St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and making a donation for every eligible new car purchase during the holidays through Kia's Accelerate the Good program. Kia, movement that inspires. Kia will donate $8 for every new Kia vehicle that is purchased or leased at authorized Kia dealerships and delivered to retail customers between November 11th, 2022 and December 31st, 2022, with a guaranteed minimum donation of $1 million to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. See kia.com slash season of giving back for details. Podcast Podcast very important. Podcast very important. Podcast very important. Welcome back. Hi. What'd you do during the break? I love this segment. Does, does anybody like this segment? I like. Doing I love this. it. It's I, I want to catch up with you guys. It's been a while. 
since the break? What'd you do? It's been, this is, I really like this segment. Uh, I, I withdrew my arms and my legs into my big t-shirt and pretended I was a turtle for a bit with just my hands and my feet poking out. Ate a raspberry. You got to be careful. Uh, if you do that and you're in like a big, thick jacket, you could end up with some problems. Thank you. Noted. Did that happen to you? Close family member. I'm sorry for your tragedy. I went outside to get the mail. And the little boy was there. Oh, oh no! So we're we're dueling with our each other's favorite segments. Nice. <laughs> how was the How was the boy? What was he doing? Duel of the segments. The little boy is not a segment, guys. He's an epidemic in my neighborhood. He is a problem, a menace that needs to be stopped, and he's only getting worse. It sounds like you like having him around. You know how to deal with it, but then you sort of complain about it. It sounds like you like having something to complain about. I don't like complaining. All right. Okay, so the little boy, can I tell my story now? Yeah. Because I feel like, I feel like I've tried to tell my story and everybody else has got to complain except for me. <laughs> you're, you're all ears. Go ahead. Like, so I go outside. I go outside to brush the bugs off of the mailbox. Mm -hmm. They attract there because it's right under the light. So there's a bunch of a million tiny little bugs mm -hmm. on there. I brush them off and the little boy's outside standing at the bottom of my driveway, arms on his hips, standing like a little Peter Pan, staring at mm -hmm. me with his suspenders and blonde hair. And he just looks at me and he says, Hey, tiger. You don't like tigers? Yeah. Every time I go outside, he won't even say anything. He'll just like wave to me and be like, hi, Superman. That sounds... Superman's also Yesterday cool. I came out, I was mowing the lawn. And he said, oh, looking good, squirt. Squirt. This kid's like six years old and he's calling me. Grown boy. Grown boy. Squirt. Now, squirt, I believe, is referring to you are so small. You are still the squirt that came out of your dad's ding dong. I think you might be Stop reading into it. that a bit too much. Is that where that comes from? That's what I think. That's what he told me. I don't know about that. Uh, you're that's what me, he told you me. Sure? You're telling me. Dude, I had to buy him. I had to give him a holographic Charizard so he would tell me what it meant. I think that's a poor investment. It was $500. It was $500 I had to pay. I had to go and buy it on eBay. And he said, it's the only one I'll get. This kid's it's the a, only one I'll take. He's a terrorist. Okay, how about this? Next time someone calls you squirt, you say, how, how dare you call me a cum drop? Now, he told me that they were watching you practice your golf swing out back and that you slammed with your putter a ball right into their kitchen window. And that's why he called you Tiger because of your powerful yet terribly aimed golf swing. And squirt because they saw that you dropped one of the balls into your pond in your backyard and you kept trying to hit it out and you just got totally soaked. Oh my God. Do you think this is just one big misunderstanding? Dude, I think you need to take your golfing out to the driving range. But you're getting roasted by, uh, how old is he? Seven? He's six, I think. 
He's just a little boy. Oh, what about the time he kissed a picture of your wife in front of you? And what about the time he did a multicolored pea rainbow? Like, brought all those kids to shit all over my driveway and stuff? Yeah. And hit me in the dick with a lightsaber and then hit me in the throat? You, you could take this kid to court. I think those could be golf-related. I don't know, man. It could just be a misunderstanding. He's just a kid, you know? This Give is a, him a break. new segment. It's called Little Boy Apologist Hour. Good grief. You guys have no spine. <laughs> Little boy apologist in escrow. Yeah, I think we should persecute, prosecute, all of the above. All right. Let's role play. Welcome to Little Boy Court. Fuck. <laughs> this is the only way we're, we're going to be able to solve this thing. Uh, bam, bam, bam. Little boy court. All of the judges' rulings are final. Please rise for uh, Judge Avery Coolridge. Avery walks in. Trips. Gets up, does a spin, <laughs> stands like on the this. chair, forgets, how to, and then she goes, oh yeah, and then we sits down. Quiet in the court, quiet in the court. The court has been deathly silent except for her tripping. Dr. Judge Avery Coolridge, your honor, I'm sorry, my honor, you, your guys' honor <laughs> for sure. Ah, fuck, let me start again. Let me rewalk in, I'm rewalking in. Just. Re, just rewind it. Go back. Everybody looks at each other. The uh, bailiff shrugs. All right, everyone, back to ones. We're losing daylight. Come on. Okay. All rise. No, I shouldn't say that. Bailiff. Bailiff. What's bailiff. up? Can you say all rise and then I'll come out, okay? Okay. All rise and then I'll come out for the honorable judge, Avery Coolridge. Limb biscuit, please. <laughs> stop, stop. Hold your applause, please, please, please. Yes, hello. Sure, Shirley, call me later. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I forgot. No, I won't. I won't call you Shirley. Okay. All right. Okay. We are here today to pronounce this man and this boy in lawfully wedded marriage. No, no, no. Your, your honor, your honor, your honor. Sorry. I'm here today seeking the death penalty for this little boy. Oh my, I have the wrong... It's me, Jack Piss, Esquire. Jack Piss. The plaintiff, the plaintiff will restrain himself and sit down. <laughs> you can't make me stop fist pumping. It's in the Constitution. Quiet in my court! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm seeing here that you are seeking the death penalty for a one Dennis Menace. Dennis, uh, we have here uh, the description of your actions... And uh, I'm kind of thinking boys will be boys, except for this kissing his wife's photo in front of him. Dennis, uh, objection! Can you speak to objection, that? Objection, Your Honor. Uh, it was not a kiss. It was a it was a light hug, and there was unfortunately there was a bit of schmutz on the picture, so he tried to take it off, but his hands were busy, and he had to use uh, his tongue a counselor, little bit. Counselor, you will address me with respect. Objection! I don't like your tone. Object! Getting too heated. Objection, Your Honor. What is it? <laughs> we have nest cam footage of Dennis dry humping the piece of paper, followed by full on wet humping and culminating to. Is that even legal for you to have that recorded, sir? Uh, objection, Your Honor. The dry humping, he was, he was dropping the photo. And he was trying to pick it back up, but his hands had been hurt a little bit from playing pogs too hard. And so he was trying to pick it up and it using his pelvis. 
and the wet humping was just from the sprinkler system that had turned on. Your Honor, should I just should I just let someone crawl into my fr- friggin' pouch and hop around this kangaroo court? Listen, we have a strict segregated section for the kangaroos, and if you are going to break that section, you will be infringement of Act 2 of the Riot Act of this courtroom. Objection, Your Honor, you activated my trap card. Get out of, get out of jail free. I rest my case. Okay, well, this, this court is adjourned, but we have new charges for child pornography for Dennis Menace outside okay, of Okay, I think yard. we're going to, I think we'll stop the role play now. This was uh, really uh, enlightening, so I think maybe we won't take the little boy to court. Maybe we go back I to... Game that plan number one. Really I don't think it did. Uh, and, I, and I really don't want Jack being my lawyer. That was awesome. That was the most fun I've ever had role playing. We should, I usually think that role play really? is you such a Really? You got to be Sailor Moon last week. Yeah, but God, <laughs> we didn't have to role play any of those scenarios. It was gratuitous. I feel like we, we got somewhere this time. Some gratuitous pulling from your real life, Jack. Yeah, so during the break, I... Uh, I think I got a PS5. They sent me an email and they're like, ooh, maybe. First, he's a jolly so good we'll fellow. So what are you going to do with it, though? I'm gonna, you said you're going to watch movies on it? Yeah, and you know, like, and, like touch it and maybe like when, it, when it's on, it'll like warm up a bit and I can put my hands on it because the air conditioner is too loud. So the confirmation email says, don't head to the store just yet. This might be a prank. Punked. I added the last bit, but I think that's what they're saying. They said, don't head to the store just yet. We might not even give it to you. Okay, this might all be a lie. You can't see you can't see the elves building it for you. That's what it is. <laughs> it's not ready yet. Yeah, they're like confirmed, but not really. Maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're gonna save it for next year. Yeah. The elves are working really hard and they're making an extra special one for you that you'll you maybe you'll get next year for Christmas and your birthday. Uh Avery, what'd you do during the break? Uh, there's this uh, construction site outside my building, and I just kind of went and yelled uh, yelled at them stuff like, you looking good, what's that about, tabernacle, stuff like yeah. that. That's cool. You're, break- you're taking down the patriarchy. What that drill do. And they said, why don't you come over here and use that leg to hammer in these joists? And I thought, I can't afford to have another job. I'm on EI, and if I, get, if I lose another leg, I'm fucked. I can't tell if that was so sexual I, euphemism oh. or an actual appeal for help. Like they wanted your labor. Yeah, were they having a hard time? I mean, some of us were hard. Did they, were they down someone? Uh, you know, it's tough to say because they're laying pipe, they're <laughs> laying brick, they're laying all kinds of things, but I don't know if anyone's actually getting laid, per se. Dumping truck. But the point is, if you yell, they will come, and when they come, you're looking at a lawsuit. Wow, uh, this, this seems like quite the minefield you're navigating just yelling at these construction workers. Honestly, living in Quebec has brought a lot of eye sores and a lot of mouth sores. Oh, uh, so <laughs> sorry. It's just so it's so hard because you go into the doctor because you got gout in your foot, and then they say you got herpes, and I'm just thinking, fuck! All I did was yell at them guys in the construction oh, outfit. Preach. Yeah, gout, the Frenchman's disease. Time for my favorite segment. What's your What's your disease? 
What's going on? Name the things that are wrong with you. Well, I got (laughs) protractor's angle in my hips. So what does that mean? Like I was saying. Like your hips go forward? Uh, The protractor's angle, it just means that like no matter what I do, I can't have both feet on the ground at the same time. So you have to always always, be running. You're always making a scalene triangle? That's uh, that's the technical term for it, yeah. But we just say I'm topsy turvy all the time. The other word I think, uh, the, or the other thing to take into account is uh, that you don't have one leg. <laughs> right, I'm walking on a scepter. The other one. That's that's why it's called protractor's foot. Hmm. You're thinking a compass. But yeah. I, I got to tell you, I have never drawn such perfect circles in the sand. I'm drawing circles left and right. I got tits with the perfect size nipples on them. Perfect circular nipples. I tell you. I've still been still, still on the search, guys. You know, 30 years and counting, man. Just looking for that perfect circular boob. Implants. Completely round. They don't do it. Just can't find it. I want it, that natural... You know? It's like a gelatin mold, really, if you think about it. Is that sweet, sweet? Is is that what the band is named after? Just a boob? Perfect circle. Perfect circle? What band? It's a boob. It's like how Pearl Jam is named after. <sighs> Sorry well, to bring it back to this. Never mind. Lawsuit. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, my my disease, I've got hyper eye. Uh mm. it's the opposite of lazy eye. So one of my eyes is too quick to look at things. The other one is right on time. That's got to be so frustrating for the one eye. That must. Yeah, the one's like, hurry up. That must cause yeah. cause just constant deja vu. Constant what, sorry? Constant deja vu. Oh, yeah. Did you mm. say that already? Constant wow. deja vu. That yeah, must cause I constant deja vu. I, uh, like, I'll do this podcast and I'll be like, do we already do this? Do I already talk about worms or something? You we know? definitely talked about worms already. I'll wake up in the morning and be like, have I already woke up before? Have I done this? Well, you don't think nothing of it till you pay your taxes twice, am I right? And they won't tell you if you do that either. I thought I was going to get some kind of alert. I've, I don't know how many times I've paid it this year. Ah, if they ask me to pay again, I, don't I can't. Know how many times it. I've gotten an gotten an Amber Alert for Dennis? How many times am I going to get that in the middle of the night? Okay, Dennis is out in the yard again. So we've heard of Dennis the Menace, but what about Penis the Meanest? <laughs> is this okay? Let's work through this, Jack, because I think you're onto something. So this is a mean penis. No, and no, it's just, an old man. I don't think I don't think that's what it has to be. I think it could just be a name, like a cool, like so Dick's a name. A Why can't? Yeah, maybe his name's Dick, but it's his just nickname. a penis that always he always means the best, but he never gets it quite right. Yes, he he's doing everything just a little bit wrong because he means it. Like the penis that means it. Oh, I thought it was the meanest. You know I mean? Like he's a bad guy. Is it the meanest? It was the meanest. Oh, he... But we could go a more earnest oh. route and just make it penis the mean it means it. Mm. 
Uh, He's a bad boy. I was just thinking it was the sequel and we get, what's his name, Jamie Kennedy in on it. You guys ever heard of Weenus? We- Weenus, the band? Let's or the thing on your on elbow? Show your weenus. It's the, it's the thing it's on the your thing elbow. You it's the thing on your body you can't lick. PVI after dark. I heard that it's the thing oh, where if you yeah. sneak up on someone and they don't know you're licking their weenus, they won't even notice. You can just keep going as long that's as you a, want. That's penis the meanus. Is if you sneak up on them, you're. That's what penis the meanest did. He would sneak up and penis the meanest would sn- sneak a lick of the weenus. Now suddenly it's become lick. swollen members lyrics. Penis the meanest, come and sneak it a lick of the weenus. Gunnar, how far into this list are we? Are we on track? <laughs> yeah, we're on number three. That was the pe- number three is penis the menus. Oh. So we've done three so far, or we've done seven. We've done seven. Oh, that's good. That's good for us. I suppose we've done eight. We have two more to go. Oh wow. Okay, so now we got to be choosy. So most important thing. Mm. Uh. Mm. How about the innate body horror of oranges, man? You ever heard of a navel orange? Navel orange? Yeah, you know, like it's one of the most classic oranges. But you know why it's called a navel orange? Looks like I've got that belly button, that Audi. Yeah, but you know what that is? The butt? It's trying to grow another orange. It's just, it's like some kind of tumescent uh, growth. That's another little no. orange trying to happen there, friends. It can't That's be. the smothered fetus of the orange. If you let that orange keep going, it like human centipedes itself into a bunch of oranges. Like one, it'll grow off another one and that one will grow off another one. <laughs> like an anal it, bead of that's oranges. Right. It, wants, it ultimately wants to become a huge centipede of oranges. The orange Well, king. so where's the tree come in? Gotcha. Gotcha! I've never seen an orange tree in the oh wild. Oh my god, so. is it like those spiky guys in Mario? Like, you know the ones that yeah, like the, the sand the, ones. that are made of balls and they go straight up and across? Is it like that? Yes. Those are swamps. Goombas? Oh, I was thinking of oranges. That's okay, cool. Luigi, no, I, I yeah, think. Yeah, that was in a video game. So the way you farm these oranges is you find an orange that's had enough time to do its business, and it now has, it's like six oranges in a row, and you just cut off a couple of those and ship them to the if. no frills. If only it were as docile as farming. It's actually orange ranching. You get huge, huge locomotive-sized uh, chains of oranges roaming roaming oh, the countryside. Okay. And you got to get out there and lasso the fucking things. Like sandworms and Beetlejuice. That's one. Don't say it two more times. Well, that's the thing. The, the abattoir, the smell of the citrus. Like, you can smell it on the highway. And you can hear them. You know, I'm just curious, uh, curious what the turnover rate is for orange ranchers. Extremely high. Have you, it's like, it's like offshore uh, oil rig workers, you know, so uh, you got to be hardy. But no one's dying of oh. scurvy, let me tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyways, uh, uh, what's your name? Cronenberg. Next time, make a movie about an orange. Naval Orange. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to take a dip at the uh, Very Important Vault. And we'll be right back with My more podcasts. Very Important. Viv. It's a season of giving back. That's why Kia is expanding our partnership with St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and making a donation for every eligible new car purchase during the holidays through Kia's Accelerate the Good program. 
Kia, movement that inspires. Kia will donate $8 for every new Kia vehicle that is purchased or leased at authorized Kia dealerships and delivered to retail customers between November 11th, 2022 and December 31st, 2022. With a guaranteed minimum donation of $1 million to St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. See kia.com slash season of giving back for details. Podcast very important. All aboard the ASS Hole, Her Majesty's first train ship to reach the shores of the continent. I'm your captain, Feather Deliweather, and I am a detective, a detective captain, the first of its kind. Yes, we could have deduced that, Captain. My name is, uh, Crimrow, uh, the greatest detective to ever be on continental Europe. I was a doctor. Did I mention that? A doctor detective. The first of its kind. Welcome aboard, Doctor. There's been a murder. <laughs> Already? On the, cr- on the ship? This, the train ship this quickly? Well, I'm guessing. Do you know the stats? If you look into the stats, you'd see that... There are three murders on a train ship on the continent every hour. But I thought this was the first of its kind. That's right, there's going to be another two. Interesting that you tip your hand so quickly, good sir. What are you implying, good sir, Mr. Rowe? Nothing, simply observing. And thinking. And saying things to myself in my little notebook that you can't see. I can see your notebook. You can't see mine, though. Oh, oh, let me let me take a peek. No, you can't look. But this is just preposterous. Yours looks like a little beat-up, ratty little notebook, not mine. I've got a cool captain's notebook. It's leather. Uh, what? These, these doodles aren't finished. Sorry, I didn't see you guys here. I was just looking for some clues. And who might you presume to be? Benjamin Knoxbury. But you may call me... Big Ben, detective at law. Big Ben, you're the only man to have escaped Her Majesty's most top secret prison, Big Ben. That's right, I lived in a clock. And there's a very large man there, and he's mean, and he won't let you out at all. And now it's time to solve these murders that keep happening on the hour. Oh, how did you hear about the murders? I, I saw it with my own notebook. See how big it is? Hmm. Oh, where did you get that notebook? Oh my god, it's huge! Humongous. Aye, but the doodles aren't worth squat. That's gotta be heavy, you need a backpack for that. I I know they're all birds, but that's all you can see from the top of such a big clock. A bird, how curiously interesting. Hmm, curiouser and curiouser. The murderer is said to be a huge fan of birds, thinking about birds all the time. So I've deduced. What is this? What's all this then? Hmm, what's all this tweeting about, hmm? What are you trying to say? Tweedledee, tweedledum. I've got a little idea on the tip of my thumb. Hmm. Maybe you should write it down in that tiny little notebook of yours. It's leather, though. And it's signed by the Queen. The Queen of England? I highly doubt it. It doesn't matter how big your book is. It's it's not about it's not about size. It's about quality. 
and I've got the biggest quality. <laughs> you, you have deduced me there, sir. I've deduced you into a hole. Just like the killer might do. Ah, that's true. The victim was pushed into a hole. No. Do not deduce yourselves out of this hole. Mm -hmm. Very interesting. Do not stand on your notebooks. I'm standing on my notebook and I can see an awful lot of clues from up here. Don't look in the rafters of the bridge. Do not look in the rafters. Well, I'm looking in the rafters. Oh, what is this? I found a clue. No. It's a dead body. Uh, it's a dead It's a dead body. It's Very a, interesting. It's, uh, it's a dead body. I don't believe that we can jump to any conclusions here, but it's worth investigating. Could have been there the whole time. Could have been there the whole time. Dead body tattooed the captain did it. In the captain's own handwriting. Very curious. And the captain did say not to look there and then knew what it was before we got there. Uh, I don't know. I do believe it might be the butler. Solid, solid guess. Might be the butler. I never trust the working class. <coughs> Excuse me, sir. It's me, Jeeves. <laughs> I've just come to get you your Rohypnol and Jägermeister. Oh, I see we have guests. Can I help you, gentlemen? Jeeves, you're under arrest for the murder of the man in the ceiling. What? That guy up there. But I'm just a simple butler on a trade ship. Who is most likely to commit a crime. Have you ever seen the statistics on butler murders? It's 99% of the time. My family comes from a line that's half hog, so... <laughs> that also ups the odds, doesn't it? It does. It's all simple statistics, my dear boy. You've done it. I must have, really. Who else could it have been? I guess I've just gonna have to put that in my diary. They'll let me wheel it in here. My big ass fucking diary that's. Look out, watch, mind your foot. Hey, uh. Why, that diary's enormous! It's kind of a big deal, isn't it? That's genius. He's smarter than all of us. I drew a lot of pictures of me in there if I was maybe a dinosaur. <laughs> Oh, sometimes I would draw pictures of me being something like a monkey or a cheeky monkey running around the shops, stealing fruit and giving it to Nana. Other times I put jam in it. It's a shame we're going to have to sentence you to death. Yes, well, it's clear that this man uh, has killed whatever was up there uh, that I don't know about. Uh, I'm just the captain. I'm just as shocked as everyone else. It's clearly the simpleton who did it. Sometimes I put bees in it. I tied 50 flies to see if they could maybe make it fly and they couldn't. So I think maybe it's worth, um, I don't know, just throwing him overboard. Let's lock him up. Let's put him in the, put him in the train brig. What? Yeah, the train brig. The trig, we must. Yes, we must put him in the train brig. Oh, the train brig! No, you can't! China! <laughs> Is he yelling about China? <laughs> I hope not. Does he have nuanced opinions on China? I think he was yelling about China. 
It's a complicated situation. It's all you need to really look into geopolitics. <laughs> I guess he wasn't a simpleton. Uh, simpleton Jeeves, could you please, uh, will you recognize the state of Taiwan? Well, I think you can recognize it maybe as sort of a sub-municipality or autonomous region. If, but you're going to have to recognize China, the Republic. <laughs> I just don't want them to get to the moon. You, you don't want them to get to the moon? If they get a hold of the moon, it's the end. Who, China? It's, yeah. Because if they build a wall on the moon, nobody's getting in. <laughs> well, I'm glad we got to the bottom of the mystery of how much does he know about China? That's another one for the books. Podcast very important. Podcast very important. Welcome back. What did you do during the break? What Connor? did you do on the break? Yeah, I gotcha. Nice. Gotcha. What did I do on the break? I'll tell you. Uh, I dealt with my disease that nobody asked me about. Oh, we got bored of that. Yeah. Rude. Everybody, everybody got to talk about their disease except for me. Okay. Well, let's have it then. My disease is success. Oh boy. I can't help it. Every time we do this segment. I get so successful that I break out in a rash over my entire skin. I get in the bath. Is it the money bath that you have that you think might be doing this? <laughs> the incorrect Uh I don't see why. You don't? <laughs> so I get in the bath, I come out, and I'm all cut up. I got all these paper cuts for some reason. From the success. <laughs> yeah. I told you I'm allergic to it. I get out of the I get out of the money bath. Stinky. Still stinky. It doesn't do much for the smell. And uh all my skin falls off, so um that sucks and all, but I just I hate to get you on a technicality, but that's an allergy on a disease. So next. Oh, that's me. I'm next. Thank you. Uh what did you do during the break, Shane? Um, just uh, refreshing my email and uh, Best Buy, they're leaving me on red. I don't know oh. how I feel about these guys. Wait, how did you deal with your disease, Connor? Right, that's what you did during the break. I found the best ways to distract myself. So I, uh, I've been setting up sort of these like fake stores uh, where I sell basically like whatever people care about at that time. Mm, like fidget spinners. Fidget spinners, PS5s, whatever. So I've set up a store and uh, I just like leading people on and seeing what they'll do just for like the chance of a thing. Um, and then I'll pull the rug out from under them and they won't get it. Huh. That's so fun and flirty. It's really fun. It's really fun, Jack. You have to try it. Yeah, I'm just looking at this email here. What's it say? Best by, best by Connor. And, uh, second. Hang tight for now. Don't head to the store just yet. We're getting your order ready. I swear, we'll email you. It'll happen. It'll happen. Just keep refreshing. Sit here all day. What? That sounds like... I skimmed it last time. Pretty clear to me. Sounds pretty clear. Did anybody else feel like Shane said it'll happen in the same uh, pitch, rhythm, and sound of the Game of Thrones theme? It's like, ba-da-dum-bum. It'll happen. It'll happen. It'll happen. It'll happen. Yeah. 
Maybe that's well, Shane's disease. I'm getting upset. The last time I did this, uh, I had it in my cart and I checked out and then Best Buy went, dude, it was a prank. <laughs> we were out of them. Duh. And I was like, okay. Oh, that'll never happen again, Shane. What are the odds of that happening twice? At the same place? Yeah, they learned their lesson, I thought, after all those emails I sent them. Right. I wish I was lying about any of this. I'm not. No, this no. is all true. No. So... <laughs> What kind of video game? Perfect round piece of bologna. <laughs> How would that play? Uh, Jack, you cut out a bunch there. I almost, I almost prefer not getting every word. But I'm going to address what I heard. So what kind of video game? Perfect piece of bologna. How would you play it? And my question, my question. That's quite the question. My question was, what kind of... What kind of video game do you think you'd get if you put a perfectly round piece of baloney in the CD drive of your new PS5? Like, how would that play? Just a shittier version of Meat Boy. Yeah. Oh. Subpar Meat Boy. Okay. Cool. And one in 1,000 <laughs> will get the Call of Duty Zombies baloney version. Where your guns are baloney. With the complimentary PS5 skin. Yeah, the, bo- the ham skin. Is bologna in any way related to the place bologna? Bologna. I mean, it must. Yeah, for sure. Oh, I think you're thinking of a of above knee. That one's directly related uh, to it. Huh. Now, is, huh. is that that's in and the Balkans? The, and the Pulitzer goes to <laughs> Avery for above knee. <laughs> As uh, the Pulitzer for joke. Uh, I think it's there's kind of a shame. Those of you listening to the podcast, uh, you hear the version we all record on our own computers, so you never know when people cut out. And sometimes when they cut out, it's real good. They're <laughs> mid yell, and you don't know what they were yelling about or where it's gonna go. You know, and you try to piece it together. God damn it. <laughs> My video, and it's probably better than it ever could have been. Uh, Shane, you dirty cut out while you were explaining the cutouts. It was so good. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, we need one last top ten number one, everybody. One last one. Who's brave enough? I've contributed too much during this episode. Who's got the gonads to step up to top 10 number one? Uh, uh, I've done too many episodes of this show. I don't even know. Uh, I hate it. Huh? I think I'm going to be done with the show now. You're done? That's. I, I think, I, think you... I hate it right now. Oh, good. It just happened right now. Okay, that's top oh, 10 number one. Connor hates the show been, right now. That's been that on before. the list at least at least 10 times already. It is not any less important. That's true. Okay. It's one of the most pressing issues in our Okay, franchise. I'll tell you. I'm thinking a lot about a flute right now. A flute. I'm thinking about a flute playing into a bowl of soup. Mm, would it make this soup better? It, it's a cold soup. The ceviche. It's a cold soup. It's gazpacho. 
Mm, there's a watermelon tinge to it. It's a little bit too minty, though. I'm like, I'm a little bit pissed. I'm I'm in Italy. I'm looking out onto the ocean, and I'm thinking, is this bad sorbet? Is is this sorbet fucking rotten? So wait, you're 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 is this a you're rotten? on the Amalfi Coast? You're on the Amalfi Coast, and your waiter comes and brings you your soup, but then. He says, would you, uh, would you like a little bit of entertainment as well? And then he takes a flute out and he plays it into your soup. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> he takes a flute out and I'm standing there in front of the pescheria, which is where they sell fish. Imagine this. Selling fish, hot day, Amalfi Coast, cobblestones. I'm there. Cobblestones in the sun. They're hot. They're rugged. They've been put in hundreds of years mm. ago. You're tripping. You're wearing a shitty sandal because your girlfriend was like, you should wear a proper sneaker. And you were too proud. You were too proud to change into the sneaker. You're in front of the fish place. And this guy comes out with the flute and puts it in your bowl of rotten, rotten watermelon mint sorbet. And you're telling me that that's not important enough to be on this podcast, Printed. Connor? That's amore. Number one. I'm just... <laughs> I just, it reminds me of my time when I was in Belgium and I uh, had this ice cream and I was like eating it with some French fries and I went around the corner. There's this lovely street, these cobblestones, and this has been here for hundreds of years. And I went around, went around the corner of the, in this beautiful alley and there was this like, I was hit by this smell. And I sort of looked down this alley and sitting there hunched over, uh, is a little Belgian man uh, with his feet in a bucket of rotting fish. Hmm. <laughs> That's deja vu. And I go up to him and I say, how are you? And he says, I've got my feet in rotting fish. Yeah, that reminds me of when I was in Thailand and I was, I was walking uh, along the, the river Kwai. It was beautiful and like cobblestones laid there a hundred years ago by POWs and I'm, I'm tripping because I, uh, I am bad at walking. Oh, and, uh, I, uh, there's a man there and he's like, do you want some soup? And I was like, hell yeah. And it's hot. And I'm like, what? Oh, do you know how hot it is in Thailand right now? And then he starts playing a recorder into it. Oh, geez. That reminds me of the time I was in Australia and I was eating gumbo out of a dumpster and, Someone startled me with a didgeridoo so bad I hit my head on the lid. <laughs> I think this one's fake. That sounds like bullshit. Fuck you. <laughs> you know they say if you work in garbage, you for sure killed somebody. Yeah, I know what. I know guys why they like say it. you, Jack, are sitting inside those dumpsters and they pick those dumpsters up, put them back to crush them. You're just trying to drink your soup. You're just trying to hear some didgeridoo, and if then that's you're what dead. they say about guys who work in garbage. What do they say about guys who live in garbage, Avery? They say eat a bag of garbage and you'll have a day every day of your life where you smell like shit. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. <laughs> there we go, everybody. That's it. That's our top 10 number ones. We're going to go through them. Uh, number 10, dead fish eat dead skin. At least that's what the Belgians say. Number nine, all by myself was actually uh, written by Rachmaninoff. Uh, and my heart will go on was actually the song that they played when the Titanic went down. That's number eight. 
Uh, number seven is uh, Coral Young, who is Jack's, uh, I guess, muse right now. Mm-hmm. It's his book, his little book, so he can relearn how to read. Um, <laughs> number six, the little boy is going to court. Actually, he's not, because we found out it might flip around on me. I'm not happy about that. Uh, number five, if you yell, they will come, and if they come, you will get a lawsuit. Number four, Quebec has lots of eyesores and mouth sores. Uh, number three is Penis the Menus. Please, please watch out for Penis the Menus, everyone. Uh, number two, if you put a slice of round bologna in your PS5, you will get a secret, better version of Secret Meat of Super Meat Boy. Secret Meat and Boy. Num- and you'll get it. You'll get a. <laughs> you'll get secret meat boy and number one don't sleep in your garbage you might get thrown out it's a it's a beautiful day everybody please remember to follow us on instagram at podcast very important oh yeah we're starting this now yeah guys uh uh, oh god uh send us some of your number ones i'm able to make it onto the show send them to podcast very important at gmail.com isn't that easy to remember I know you guys are listening to this and you're like, when's my number one going to come up? When's the thing that's important to me going to come up? Maybe something about grapes. They've never spoken about grapes. You can also check out videos on YouTube. Check out our videos on YouTube. Yeah, sorry. Our videos. We're not, this is not just an ad for general YouTube. <laughs> There's tons of stuff on there, though. Uh, also, sub- subscribe to the podcast. Very important. Patreon. For bonus episodes and video recordings of the show. Uh, Avery Coolridge, is there anything that you'd like to plug? Uh, no, guys, just uh, oh, as God. ever, Wayne Gretzky, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Okay, everybody, this is Podcast Very Important, the only podcast you should be listening to. Podcast Very Important. Stella Rosa Wines wants to make your holidays a little bit merrier with an extra $500 in your wallet. Go to StellaRosa.com slash wish for your chance to win. Please celebrate responsibly. Celebrate. Stella Rosa. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18+. plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Filmed shortly after Y2K erased most child labor laws in Canada, Ding Dong High is known as the action park of kids' television shows. Infamous for accidents and deaths both on and off set, Ding Dong High left many damaged child stars in its wake, two of which are hosting a brand new podcast, Ding Dong Watch Along. Learn the true story of Ding Dong High. Subscribe to Ding Dong Watch Along now. <laughs>